Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, this is uh, actually going to air on uh, Monday. The uh, believe we're around the fifteenth. If we got our August fifteenth, <laughs> if, we, if yes. we actually get these in <laughs> correct order. Uh, so we're uh, taping a little bit ahead because uh, you. Uh, we talk about blessed to be a blessing. Yes. Um, one of the experiences of life uh, is just just joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. Uh, and it's not hypothetical to the level of I should be joyful anyway in a difficult, awful place. And mm-hmm. uh, so he doesn't say everything is joyful. He says you'll. Although exp- he you, does give us joy in the middle of those. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you joy if you're walking with me. But I will have you experience things that stimulate and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, remind you that the covenant is so. And the blessing, and we tend to we tend to limit our thought about blessing of financial. Mm-hmm. Is that well, if I'm blessed, then I'm financially blessed. And uh, he says, well, I'm going to bless you financially, but but look at it more like freedom as opposed to wealth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may include wealth, uh, and there will be provision, and there'll be safety, and those kind of things that he wants to build in. But um, blessing is all of life. Well. Blessing is uh, extraordinary experiences mm-hmm. with people that you love being with. So tell a little bit about where you're headed because you're uh, when we actually, when the people uh, hear, hear this one, you'll actually be there, but where are you headed and, and why will that be extraordinary for you? Yeah, right. so when this airs, we'll be about halfway through the trip probably, a um, little over halfway, but uh, my whole family is going to Dublin and to Galway. So mm-hmm. never been to Ireland. It is a bucket list item for sure. But we are taking uh, Dan and I, Josh and Emily, Caleb and Olivia, and Anna and Ryan. And the eight of us will be in Ireland. Um, and really looking forward to this is a trip that has been prayed over that God very clearly opened the doors to and the schedule to and all kinds of things. And we have just some amazing things on tap for the whole, you know, that some that God has already laid out for us. Some I'm curious to see what he's got in store, but we will spend, we'll spend half the week in Galway and actually even do an e-bike tour over the countryside there. We're going to go see the Cliffs of Moher and the Aran Islands and um, have some fun restaurants booked and that sort of thing. So that'll be fun. And then we'll go um, spend some time in Dublin as well and go to this little fishing village in Howarth and to a castle. And of course, do the Guinness tour because you have to do that. And um, and one assignment that God has given us for it is actually going um, and walking Trinity College campus mm. and praying over it. Um, for we have a dear friend um, who has been one of Anna's best friends since kindergarten um, who will be going to college at Trinity College in the fall. And so we're actually going to go lay prayer tracks ahead of her year there. And we're excited to do that about a week before she steps on the campus. Mm. 
So some some fun things that God has absolutely laid out. We are going to do, you'll love this, Rich. I don't think I even told you this yet. Um, on one of our agendas is doing an actual sheepdog demonstration. Yep. Um, so looking forward to that. Yep. That should be fun because that done is that. definitely. done that there. Uh, have you? Was yeah. it as fun as it sounds? It really was, just, yeah. yeah. It sounds amazing. Yeah, me. and they it had a, uh, we had a sheepdog, but we also, <laughs> this is hilarious. Um, they had a, uh, it was just, again, this is one of those blessings of God that uh, when we were over in Ireland on doing a retreat, actually, mm-hmm. uh, it's when, uh, and I think we've we've shared this, uh, when we had Mufasa, and, oh, that's right. And the yes. harp, harpist for Pierce Brosnan's wedding was there yeah. in, Ga- in Galway. It was at a castle in Galway. That's uh, awesome. And uh, the whole thing was spectacular and, you know, just everything about it. And this is where we learned, you know, about live worship and all this stuff. But so in the after, some of the afternoons, you know, in a retreat, we go off. And we have some time where we're doing it just by ourselves. So Linda mm-hmm. and I are dri- driving around. And uh, we see this, this farm. Uh-huh. And there's sheep there and, and guys with a sheepdog there. And we just stopped. And God said, here, stop. You know, so we stop. And, yeah. hey, you know, tell us about this. And how does this work? He said, okay, here, let me give you a demonstration mm-hmm. uh, of the sheepdog. And all that. he said, now, um, you know, this is, and we saw some cool stuff. And he says, now, by the way, <laughs> he turns to Linda, uh, you want to come in and shear the sheep? Oh, wow. And she says, No. <laughs> he says, "Oh no, no, it'll be fun. Come on, you're you're funny. You're funny. Come on, let's go." You know, so he brings her into this place and uh, shows him, and you, you gotta grab him a certain way, and then you got these literally. I mean, think of barber for a man, barber shears, right, right. Um, and you're gonna, you know, and she's like, "I'm gonna hurt." No, nope, don't worry. Go ahead, you know. And so she's she gets up and she's got a, you know, and then she takes this uh, barber shears and. Shears start shearing the wall, you know, and and it was hilarious. Uh, oh, of Linda awesome. laughing and scared and all all at the same all at the same time in in Ireland. So yeah, when you mm-hmm. go to that demonstration, it'll be that'll be spectacular. You yeah, know? that's well, and I can't help but think so. Just one of those funny things that that is actually on one of the tours that um, that we've booked to do. We do a lot of the. Um, we're not doing a lot of tours, but we have three different tours booked. Yeah. But we do them through tours by locals mm-hmm. so that they're private. It's just the eight of us. Right, so they right, kind right, of right. go where we want them to go. Mm-hmm. But this one this one particular driver is like, y'all know, we definitely want to do this sheepdog thing. And I'm like, how perfect is that? Because literally I had you turned us on to the book Lessons from a Sheepdog yep. by Philip Keller. Philip Keller, yep. Years ago, like when we first started in the ministry, one of the most impactful books I've ever read just love that book. Um, and I've given that to, to many, many people, but just probably six months ago, I gave it to all six of the kids mm. and said, you know, I feel like God's saying for you guys to read this. So I gave it off of no idea that he had Ireland on the agenda and that we would then also be stepping into this. So, you know, Olivia is in Kenya right now, um, finishing up that mission trip before we go on the trip. She literally will get home two days and then turn around and go back to Ireland. So, her clock is going to be a little off. Um, but anyway, she just texted me the other day. She's like, I just finished reading the lessons from a sheepdog. Finally, she got around to it while she's down there. And I'm like, how perfect that um, that they have read that. And then we'll get to see it in action when we're there. Yeah, it's going to be beautiful. So that'll be fun. a great, great time. But anyway, the blessing, you know, is that first of all, you get, you get an exceptional experience. 
where it'll be really spectacular because it's mm-hmm. you know it's different, it's unique, it's you know it's over there. And then two is you get to do it with your spectacular family yeah. to do that together, so that the joy of being blessed is you know let me God says let me deliver to you an experience mm-hmm. that you'll have a memory of the rest of your life, and you'll recognize that I pulled it off. And gave it right. to and gave it to you. I gave you the As financial only he can do. wherewithal. Yeah. <laughs> and, and by the way, when you're there, it'll be spectacular, supernatural stuff that happens. Is uh, when we look at the life of, of God says, "I want to bless you to make you a blessing." Um, what I try to help people with is to realize it's not mediocre. Mm-hmm. It's not getting by. It's there'll be there'll be things that along the way that God will want to do to thrill your heart mm-hmm. to say, "Let me bless you." in a way that is unique to you, unique to your family, unique to your situation, but it, I want it to be spectacular if you have a heart to mm-hmm. go. Now, I know people right. say, yeah, I don't know, I've never experienced that stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, I know. Uh, if you have a heart to go, you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I can't tell you, I can't tell you exactly what it's gonna look like to you, so I couldn't say to you, hey, Kathy, God's gonna bless you with a trip to Ireland, but I do know one thing. God's gonna bless you with a spectacular experiences that mm-hmm. you can trust. And by the way, don't accept mediocrity. Right. Uh, and as you start to realize that, it's like all of a sudden, like, here, look at this. And God put it together, you know, piece by piece and gave you the financial wherewithal to do it. Uh, and that's what God wants to do with the covenant. And, and we've talked about believe it, walk into it, let him fulfill it. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this concept of sowing and reaping uh, as such an important thing. Sow to the spirit, sow in peace look for wisdom. Uh, this next one is actually, this is a, uh, uh, in a sense, a song or a psalm of David. Mm-hmm. Um, he is uh, looking at now getting prepared uh, for building the temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he's already been told. Remember, he's already told. He says, uh, I, I think it's a good idea to build God a temple uh, they've been they they take what's called the sanctuary or the tabernacle, and it's been movable mm-hmm. uh, for you know for forever uh, up to this point. And he says, well, I think it'd be nice to have a permanent place where everybody comes to the temple, where we can be with God. Isn't that a good idea? And he goes to Nathan, a fellow believer, mm-hmm. prophet, who's supposed to confirm it. Right. And Nathan said, Yeah, what a great idea. <laughs> and, and God goes to Nathan and says, uh, "Come here, son. Mm-hmm. Uh, you forgot a step. You God didn't still ask you, me. You didn't ask me. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hey, David, yeah. we didn't ask God. Okay, good. Okay, Father, what do you got to say? Um, and he says, "Well, f- number one, nope. David mm-hmm. is not to build me a temple. He's a man of war." Um, and he's not to build me a temple. His son will build me a temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll work with him next. Don't worry. Right. Um, tell David the Messiah is coming through his lineage. And I promise mm-hmm. him that his lineage is going to be the one that produced the Messiah for Israel, uh, wow. the Christ. Um, and David, it says, and this is in first, uh, Second Samuel chapter 7, uh, it says that... Um, he processed, found a courage in his heart mm-hmm. to say basically is, what? <laughs> what? What is it? What? what? You know, and what let, let, me, let me help you understand <laughs> it. 
here's what I promise you. And he said he mm-hmm. stayed with it until he decided he saw three things. You're God and I'm not. Mm-hmm. Your words are true, absolute. And you have promised this specifically to me. Now may you fulfill it. And, and you can say, amen, so be it. You know? And mm-hmm. so it's, it's the receiving of the promise. Uh, the covenant is going to be you know, true through David. And so David says, okay, then what do you want me to do about this temple stuff? Mm-hmm. He said, well, I don't want you to build it. I just want you to get ready and have the people get ready to provide for the material and the stuff of the temple. Uh, so this is his song. And read verses, First uh, Chronicles 29, 10 through 20. Sure. It says, Therefore David blessed the Lord before all the assembly. And David said, Blessed are you, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the glory, the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. Both riches and honor come from you, and you reign over all. In your hand is power and might. In your hand it is to make great and to give strength to all. Now, therefore, our God, we thank you and we praise your glorious name. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to offer, be able to offer so willingly as this? For all these things come from you and of your own we have given you. For we are aliens and pilgrims before you, as were all our fathers. Our days on earth are as a shadow and without hope. O Lord, our God, all this abundance that we have prepared to build you a house for your holy name is from your hand and is all your own. I know also, my God, that you test the heart and have pleasure in uprightness. As for me, in the uprightness of my heart, I have willingly offered all these things. And now with joy, I have seen your people, you are pre- who are present here, to offer willingly to you. O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, our fathers, keep this forever in the intent of the thoughts of your of the heart of your people and fix their hearts toward you and give my son Solomon a loyal heart to keep your commandments and your testimonies and your statutes to do all these things and to build the temple for which I've made provision then David said to all the assembly now bless the Lord your God so all the assembly blessed the Lord God of their fathers and bowed their heads and prostrated themselves before the Lord and the king yeah Uh, so David first of all says I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you're the God. You're everything is yours. The mm-hmm. majesty, uh, the spectacular life, riches and honor, the kingdom is all coming from you. The victory, the life that we have is coming from you, um, and you reign. And the mm-hmm. power you have the power. Right. Uh, he says. So I get that. I thank you for that. Um, and he says, uh, basically. May we have a willing heart to sow uh, and to uh, bring to you and offer to you the very things that you've given us. Right. Uh, and that includes everything. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. He's implying here that uh, we're going to bring our, our uh, financial, basically, mm-hmm. blessing for the material. Uh, we're going to bring ourselves to participate in the building of it. Uh, mm-hmm. through our giftedness and how we serve together as a body. Uh, and uh, we know that everything is from you. Uh, 
right. and you've given us to prepare to build the house. He, and he understands. He said, I know I'm not building it. Mm-hmm. I'm not responsible for that. What I'm going to do is sow the preparation of it because mm-hmm. you're going to fulfill it. Actually, and then, and then he, interesting enough, this is really cool. Um, and we'll come back to the fact that he tests us. But um, in verse 19, read that again. He says, I'm going to pray that out of th- all of this, uh, something about my son Solomon. What does he say? Verse 19. He says, and give my son Solomon a loyal heart to keep your commandments and your testimonies and your statutes to do all these things and to build the temple for which I have made provision. Yeah. So he says, um, my son, I know you've given my son the assignment to build the temple. Mm-hmm. My role is to gather our our community mm-hmm. to begin to sow provision. Right. Um, and, and of all of that, I'm asking you, God, can you give Solomon a authentic heart mm-hmm. to basically do what we talked about uh, these last couple of times of Hebrews is that he would have authenticity to march into the throne room and mm-hmm. talk to you and receive wisdom from you and that he would sow. And that he would follow that. To the spirit yeah. and follow what you have to say mm-hmm. because I know it's not just about him doing work. Mm-hmm. It's actually him following you and letting you guide him into not just right. the temple, but what is, how do we uh, utilize the temple? And what is the mm-hmm. people, how do the people react to the covenant that you're gonna do? And, and I know my role is strictly to sow provision. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting enough, he says, I won't even see the result of it. Um, I'm not even gonna live for it. And by the way, you told me the Messiah's coming. I'm never gonna see that, but I know, right. it's, I know it's gonna happen. Uh, it's gonna be true. Uh, and then he says, um, so we come, when you're sowing, I'm sowing with an authentic, willing. He says the word willing heart. I'm, I have a heart mm-hmm. to. Uh, he says so that um, uh, what you're doing is verse 17. What's he doing? Read that again, 17. This is what God's doing. He says, I know also, my God, that you test the heart and have pleasure in uprightness. As for me, in the uprightness of my heart, I have willingly offered all these things. And now with joy, I've seen your people who are present here to offer willingly to you. Okay. So um, he says, I know you're testing. Mm-hmm. Okay, now what? think about what he just said. What is he testing? What's God testing? Testing his heart. For what? Says. Are we willing? Mm-hmm. It's really simple. He says, you're going to test me, and mm-hmm. you're going to test my people. You're going to test my son. As we, as we sow, do I have a heart willing to give you what you've already given me? Mm-hmm. Um, and if I understand it all, because that's why he that's why he leads it with, okay, I'll take all the stuff that we worked really hard to get. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll sacrifice to give some to you. He didn't say that at all. No. He says, I get the whole thing. Mm-hmm. The only reason that I can willingly offer <laughs> is mm-hmm. you gave it to me in the first place. Right. Because uh, it's all yours. So willingly is just to turn back, give back what you've already given me. Right. Um, however, you decide to do it, and it's, it's see, it's a, it's not a mechanical thing. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a heart thing. Yeah. Do you have a heart to do what? Well, I understand that my life is is yours. Mm-hmm. Everything I have is yours. Uh, lead me and guide me to where I can sow those things, 
willingly for your purposes as you so direct. Yeah, and I love even as you look at this and you think of David being called, uh, you know, a man after God's own heart. Yeah. And in this particular passage, his praise to God, you see that praise and that attitude, that gratitude, and like you said, the willing heart. You know, really the heart. But even in that, you know, we've we all know so many of the stories of David and the imperfections there too. And he knows so well that the heart is prone to drift. Right. And so even as he speaks this truth and he believes this truth, he turns around and he prays for the people to fix our heart towards you. So he emphasizes the heart. And then he prays for his son, give him a loyal heart to you. So he knows the heart is prone to drift. And so that is, you know, and, and that is such the important part of the posture here is keep our heart supple and humble and under you and and recognizing rightfully your place above us right. and our place and in what you're doing yep. you know now jump over to uh malachi 3 10, 10 to 12 and it really it flips it on us it's really interesting uh malachi 3 uh 10 to 12. okay it says bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all the nations will call you blessed for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. Yeah, he says, so I'm testing your heart. And remember, I'm Mm -hmm. testing your heart for willingness to sow uh, all of the things that I've put into you in terms of your talents, your gifts, uh, your heart, your ability to follow me and and follow my good assignments, uh, your financial situation. He says, um, so I'm going to test you. He said in this area of of, uh, this aspect of the financial piece of it Mm -hmm. and the the reaping piece of it, um, he says, you can do what? In verse 10, you can test me. You can test me, yeah. Uh, now, he, he doesn't ever say in Scripture, he says over and over again, don't ever test me, because mm-hmm. the testing is the flipping of it. See, it's like, well, when right. you do that for me, right? which, by the way, we've talked about the struggle of the promise, when you mm-hmm. fulfill the promise, then I'll believe it, and I'll, and I'll be willing to go. He says, no, uh, don't test me. If you test me like that, that makes you God, not me. I can't, right. I can't do it. So I can wait longer than you. And I'm I'm asking you to come with me to fulfill, let me fulfill the promise, which I'm faithful to, but you got to be with me. Mm -hmm. He says, so don't test me. He says, but there's one thing you can test me on is when I've asked you to give away something specific, Mm -hmm. um, you can test me and I'll fulfill it and I'll open up the storehouses. And it's even broader than just the money piece of it. It's, how about if I give you this fantastic trip to Ireland? Um, mm-hmm. Let me deliver it to you, and you could actually uh, test me back if it's so. And because I've asked you, you can ask me, okay, then, Father, you said because, and I have a willing heart, I have a real willing heart to do it, then you're going to mm-hmm. fulfill it, yes. And I'll open up the pleasure. And he said, by the way, and this is, uh, we only tend to go to 10, but not 11, it says, I'm going to rebuke the enemy from stealing from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like when you go on your trip, um, and this happens to a lot of people, is okay, great, we get to go on this trip. And we're going with our whole family. 
Right. Interesting enough, it can be miserable. Mm. We're we're always upset. We're always debating. We're always fighting. I want to do this, and you want to do that, and you're angry and you're frustrated, and uh, we don't experience great stuff, and it's kind of problematic. Mm-hmm. And God says, "Well, are you going to trust me that as I give it to you, I'm going to keep Satan from interfering and making mm-hmm. it miserable? Um, I'm going to give you a grand time if you have a heart to right. go and test me on this. And the testing is because you've said it." Mm-hmm. I can believe it. And, yes. my, and my test is rather, I, I'm going to believe it because you give me the faith to believe it. Mm-hmm. And now I expect it, not out of I demand it, but I know that, I know that you're going to deliver it. And by the way, right. you're not going to let Satan interfere in the fulfillment of this or steal it from me. So it's, this is primarily talking about financial, mm-hmm. uh, but it's even more than that in that do you have a willing heart to give and then you can test me right back because what I'm doing is test God speaking. I'm testing your heart. Mm-hmm. Do you have a heart to go? Yes. Well, then you can test me back to see if I fulfill what I just said um, in, a, in a very wonderful way. Why? Because I said it, not because you demand it. And, and so right. it's, it's really pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, experience of sowing and reaping is, uh, and David was saying, I'm preparing. I know the benefit of this going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even going to get to see it all, but I'm going to sow into it willingly. Why? Well, because you're testing my heart. Not about I'll do it if. It's no, I'm asking you to be have a generous heart mm-hmm. per se. Do you have a, a generous heart per se? Yes. Okay, now now you can fulfill it. And by the way, you can test me right back that I will fulfill what I just said. So it's, it's really pretty cool as we uh, express that. So we'll... Uh, pick up again next time as we move into another aspect of this of uh, building and it's now it's activity that God is going to strengthen with for us as we're experiencing the blessedness of the covenant he says while you're doing that don't take a break in the sense of we'll just uh, wait for the next thing it's rather I'm going to strengthen you when you're in that beautiful place of blessing let me strengthen you to get you ready for the next level that's coming. And I want to help what's called fortify or build build a city to get its strength. So we'll talk about that uh, the next couple times here. So Excellent. Looking forward yeah. to it. Yep. Yeah, great discussion. Thanks so much for sharing. And thank you for joining us, everyone. Um, if you found today encouraging, absolutely be a friend and tell a friend. Continue to pass the podcast on and even um, go to our website and see we're all kinds of new things coming yep. out all the time with these um, different courses that are fantastic for small groups. And if you wanna be sharing and giving away what you're learning here, um, those courses are a great place to start with your small group. So check out afjministry.com and um, look at our subscription package for those classes as well, be great. Yep, all right, we'll see you soon. Take care. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.